Post 5, the Elephant Army. This incident occurred 50 or 55 days prior to the birth of the Prophet in the month of Muharram. Abraha, the Abyssinian, or now called Ethiopian, viceroy in Yemen, built a huge church in Sana'a to attract the people to perform pilgrimage to it instead of the Kaaba. However, one night, a person from the Kinana tribe besmeared the church's front wall with his cremant. Upon hearing of this, Abraha became enraged and led a large army of 60,000 to demolish the Kaaba. His army had 9 or 13 elephants and he himself sat on the largest of them. When he reached Muhassar Valley, situated between Musdalifa and Mina, Abraha's elephant knelt and refused to move forward. It moved in other directions, but not towards Makkah which was a clear sign for Abraha if only he was not consumed with the poison of arrogance and revenge. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then sent against them groups of tiny birds, each carrying three tiny stones of baked clay, one in their beaks and two in their claws. Whenever the stones hit a soldier, he inevitably died a painful death. Abraha himself got an infection in his fingertips which required amputation, leading to a miserable and humiliating death soon after returning to Sana'a. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions this incident in Surat Al-Fil. Do you not see how your Lord did away with the people of the elephants? Did he not place their plans in disarray? He sent against them birds swarming in flocks, striking them with stones of hard clay. He made them like eaten straw. So what are the lessons that we can take from this post? So this incident is a grim reminder of what happens to those who go beyond disbelieving in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and begin planning against him, his sacred places and his religion. Firstly, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala turned their own pride and strength, which were the elephants, against them. This principle that whatever we use against Allah will be used against us is reflected in the ayah from Surah Al-Anfal, ayah 36. Those who disbelieve spend their money to prevent people from Allah's path. They will spend it and it will become their regret. Then they will be overpowered. Secondly, arrogance is met with an especially humiliating punishment. It will be said to the disbelievers on Judgment Day from Surah Al-Ahqaf, ayah 20. Today, you will be rewarded with a humiliating punishment because you were arrogant on earth, unrightfully, and you were disobedient. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also says in Surah Mujadilah, ayah 20, Certainly, those who oppose Allah and His Messenger will be amongst the most humiliated. Sufyan ibn Uyaynah, who was one of the teachers of Imam al-Shafi'i and Imam Ahmad, radiallahu anhum, said, I hope for repentance from the one who sins out of desire, but the one who sins out of arrogance, I fear him becoming cursed. Thirdly, they are made a lesson and example for others. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said to Fir'aun as he was drowning in Surah Yunus ayah 92, Today we will preserve your body so that you'll be a sign for those after you. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also said in Surah Fatir, Ayah 44, 
Haven't they traveled through the land and seen what was the end of those before them? They were stronger than you, but Allah cannot be overpowered by anything in the heavens or the earth. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guide us to learn from those before us. May he purify our hearts of arrogance and transgression. Amen. Um,